the Disgruntled Life Coach Podcast, Episode 2. The Disgruntled Life Coach Podcast. It won't make your love life better. It won't make you more successful. And it certainly won't take that unsightly hair off your back. But if you listen carefully, you might just end up being a better person. And maybe those other things will follow. Or not. Whatever. I don't care. And now, the Disgruntled Life Coach Podcast. Hello, and welcome back to the Disgruntled Life Coach Podcast. You're listening to Episode 2, Excuses, Damned Excuses. But before we get into it, I just want to say something actually important. Now, more than ever... The arts need your help. So, when you're done listening to this podcast, go to your favorite Canadian musician's website or digital portal and buy some music, even if you already have it. You can afford to do this one little thing, and it's the right thing to do. Don't forget pillar number seven. Don't be self-centered. Also, don't be a dick. Musicians really need your help. Now, today, we'll talk about pillar number one of my foundation to a better disgruntled life, don't make excuses. The main segment will focus on the different stupid reasons why we make excuses, those types of excuses that we do make, and how we can find a better way to get through the mistakes that you will always and forever be making. I'm not judging you, I'm just, oh fuck it, I'm totally judging you. Also, of course, we'll end with a disgruntled nugget of wisdom, so let's get started. So, to start, I want to put some perspective on the subject by reviewing what past thinkers have put forward as a critique of excuses. Spoiler alert, excuses are always a shitty idea. But, you need to know. Firstly, what would an historical quotation fest be without George Washington? He was quoted as saying, It is better to offer no excuse than a bad one. I think he then went on to say that they're all bad, off mic of course, but I can't confirm that. And if he didn't, he really should have. Interestingly, at the same drinking bidge, his good friend and oversized beanie baby Benjamin Franklin said of excuses, he that is good for making excuses is seldom good for anything else. I think that's somewhat harsh, but to be fair, that was said a long, long time ago before drummers. So we'll give him a break on that one. Finally, we're going to fast forward to a quotation from Jordan Belfort. You'll know him as an author and former stockbroker, convicted of felony fraud and related crimes in connection with stock market scams, famously portrayed as the Wolf of Wall Street. Now he's a motivational speaker. I mean, the mind fucking boggles. Still, this white, rich, criminal, total asshat trash actually said a clever thing once. And it makes me cling to the hope that we all have that one great thought in us. He said, The only thing standing between you and your goal is the bullshit story you keep telling yourself as to why you can't achieve it. Although I realize this source is mm, iffy at best, at least we know that's code for making excuses for your own failure. And that's the leaping off point for this episode. So let's start at the very beginning. What is an excuse? 
according to the dictionary, it's a verb that means attempt to lessen the blame by attaching to a fault or offense to seek to defend or justify. The keywords here are fault or offense. We'll get to the lesson and blame part a little bit later in this episode. What that means is that something you did or didn't do was not what you should have done or, you know, had not done. But hey, we all fuck up from time to time. We make bad choices. We listen to podcasts when we should be doing something else more productive. I could go on. The key here is when you screw the pooch, just say so. If you're not going to make it home from the patio before dinner, pick up a phone and call. This has been possible since at least the 1930s because I just watched an old Walton's episode and they had phones. Step up and get ahead of your stupid. So you'll notice that I broke the reasons down um, into two separate categories. Excuses for what you did and excuses for what you didn't do. And here's the thing. No one pillar of better disgruntled living exists in isolation. There's always intersectionality. I love to say that because that's where more than one thing intersect and it has seven syllables. Seven. So what are we looking at here for intersection? If you had a task, even a minor one, like phoning to make an appointment to get your mother's ridiculous smart car serviced, and then you don't, you need to look at pillar number six. Don't ask others to do what you don't want to do. It's lazy to have someone else call. You said you would do it, and it's not even difficult for God's sake. Make the call. Did you forget? Remember, George said it's better to offer no excuses than to be a self-absorbed idiot. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but you get the point. The second part of this is more complicated because it means that you did something that you were either specifically not supposed to do or you did something that you suspected you should not do. Either way, you crossed a line. This could intersect with pillar number seven, don't be self-centered because obviously you really only thought of yourself when you bought your third fucking iPhone this month. Jeez, are you made of money? Also see pillar number five for that, don't be a dick. But if you sort of thought that maybe you weren't supposed to do something and you did it anyway, that really only makes you a second-class dick. But if you knew you weren't supposed to do something, a specific thing, and you did that thing, first-class dick all day long. And either way, there is no explanation that you can provide. None, zero, nada. Putting forward any excuse at this point is like wrapping scotch tape around your leaking garden hose. And yeah, I saw you actually try that. Shaking my damn head. I'm not going to dwell too much more on the screw-up portion of this, except to say this. If you make a lame-ass excuse just to make yourself look less shitty, that's just like ducking when someone throws a boot at you. It's, it's just reflex. You still shouldn't do it, but we've all been there, and really, you just really wanted some dinner. That's all. But if you make an excuse to make someone else look shittier than you, that's not an excuse. That's just being, you know, a trash human being. 
Sure, there are degrees, but holy hell, Batman, throwing someone under the bus is just weak, and it makes you look bad, and I'm pretty sure it causes brain damage, and if it doesn't, it should. Don't do this. Just don't. So I'm kind of done beating on you now. So let's look at solutions. And yes, surprise, fucking surprise, I have some. Three, in fact. I look at excuses as a gateway drug to stupidity. But you can get off that dependency if you try. I mean, if you make a lot of excuses and you think you're getting away with it, it makes you think the whole world is your goddamn oyster. But in reality, everyone sees you as a liar because you will get caught and you know you will get caught. So you need to stop your excuse dependency and you need to do it now. Here are the disgruntled life coach's three simple world rules to break the excuse cycle. Rule one, just get shit done. Really, instead of trying to make up flat tire stories or alien abduction stories or truly idiotic, my cell phone ran out of juice stories, just get shit done. Need to call the garage for an appointment? Pick up one of your friggin' iPhones and hint, they're all charged, and make the call. Need to pick up a new hose at the hardware store? Go pick up a hose. This is literally the easiest way to not have to make excuses. If you're supposed to do something, then just do that thing. And I made this rule super simple because I'm really getting to know my audience here. Just get shit done. Two. Own your screw-ups like a badge of courage. We both know that you will never be perfect, and you will continue to always screw shit up just like the sun rises in the north. So when you make a mistake, be the first to say that's what happened. And really, go a step further even. Tell everyone involved exactly what you did or didn't do, and include a plan to make it work. Now, you're not just a screw-up anymore. You're a goddamn project manager. I mean, really. If you just own your mistakes, you can turn them into accomplishments overnight. Another spoiler alert, like you didn't see this one coming, this works at work too. I mean, don't try it too often because it still means you have to screw something up first and that's never a habit you want to hit on too often. But if it happens, and we know it will, just, just own it. And finally, three. Involve other people if you need to. Seriously, just... Talk to people. Other people screw up too and everyone knows how it works. But if something's going off the rails and it has something to do with you doing or, you know, not doing something, just get someone to pull you out of the ditch. No man is an island or an archipelago or an atoll for that matter, but you don't have to carry this alone. Get some help. Own the problem, see number two, and move forward and get shit done, see number one. See, once again, we have that intersectionality that we've attained. And now I'm filled with joy or something. Okay, so that's it for this episode. As always, I'll leave you with a disgruntled nugget in a second. But first, I want to thank you for listening. Remember to subscribe to this podcast. I'm now on Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And please visit www.disgruntledlifecoach.ca for all my podcasts. Please also follow me on Twitter, at Life Disgruntled. There's a link on my website for that as well. 
And if you visit my website, you'll see the link at the top where you can buy me a coffee. Go ahead, make my day. And if you like what you've heard today, tell your friends. And if you think this is absolutely ridiculous, still tell your friends. I mean, how hard is that? Disgruntled nugget. It would be a good thing to find comfort and strength in these words and to use that as a foundation to build upon. But words actually suck as a foundation material and your building will collapse on you and probably hurt your puppy. So build a foundation on, you know, concrete or some shit. But at the very least, let these words guide you. Not like in a specific direction, you know, like a compass, but more like a heat-seeking missile or something where the heat is honesty. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Honesty, heat-seeking, missile guidance words. That's what you should take from this. Again, thanks for listening, and thanks also to Audio Nautics and Partners in Rhyme for music and sound effects. Thanks again also to Neatnik for visuals, and thanks for your patience. See you in two weeks, or not, whatever. <laughs>